Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Doc Wesson, and in this episode of The Gun Nation. Ruger has two new revolvers coming out. At least that's the scuttlebutt on social media. Mmm, SHOT Show must be coming up. Savage has a new side charge AR. That sounds interesting. And Obama sends the signed UN Arms Trade Treaty to the Senate for approval. <laughs> yeah, like that's going to fly. All that more in this episode of the Gun Nation. It all begins right now. Now that we're done slamming everybody before the show starts, now I'm recording. Yeah, we should have been recording. I know, ah. I know, but you know how it goes. You, you know how it goes. We're, well, anyway, <laughs> Paul's drinking and... Gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's a hoot. Uh, here it is. What, what day is this? It's like Friday night, right? It is uh, the 16th of December. Mm, who has a life and who doesn't? I don't know. Mm. As you can see, Average Joe is not with us. He must have a life. Yeah, retail, retail mm-hmm. sales. Oh right. yes, right before Christmas. Yeah, Ugh. it's it's going to be tough, man. You know, so he's got to he's got to deal with all that. And then here we are. We're we we have no life. <laughs> Friday night, doing it for you guys, whatever, right? Uh, but uh, you know, uh, what's up, Paul? How you doing? What's going on? I'm good, Doc. You know, spent some time this week at the car dealership, seeing if there were any good. Porsches. And, uh, yeah, Porsches, definitely. Four-wheel drive. Uh, I need a Cayenne to pull my trailer with. <laughs> but, uh, you know, didn't didn't really work out. Not enough uh, motivation to uh, get me out of what I'm in now. So, you know, yeah. getting ready for Christmas, doing the shopping thing with the kids. And So, in other words, you did not drink and go to the dealer. No, I would, oh. I would, I'd have a new truck, man. It yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> they say, Here comes the Paul. score. Oh. Then I'd see the monthly payment. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the monthly payment. Talk yeah. about a sticker shock. Holy smokes, man. Yeah. Here, have a bottle. That's <laughs> like he shows up and they's oh, it's Paul Carlson. Come on into our, you know, cheese and vodka area well, they, here. They've got those barber shops now where you can come in and, you know, they've got ESPN on and you can have a beer. They should do that with car dealerships. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I mean, they would do. Or a maybe, massage. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah perfect. I guess maybe alcohol and driving doesn't mix. Maybe that's a bad idea, but. Well, they could come pick you up. There you go. Perfect. You know, we have in, in High Point here. Uh, we we actually have a Rolls Royce dealership. Right on. I mean, well, listen, it's you know there's a lot of old money around mm-hmm. here because of the furniture industry right. and, uh, but you know, <laughs> a couple decades, well, probably about three decades ago, we a few of us just decided we were going to walk in there and see what it was all about. Uh, you know, of course, we got a lot of really good looks, right? right. <laughs> Obviously, it was a joke for us to be walking in, but. We walked in, and, and sure enough, they got champagne and cheese, you know, and we didn't wow. get any, obviously, but uh, we just wanted to see what it was like on the inside of where the upper crust, you know. You know, it's funny It's funny you bring that up because I had, all, I almost got to drive a right drive Bentley. 
who? Um, in a wedding. So well, I would cheerio. be driving the bride and the groom to, you know, from, from the ceremony to the reception. And that was actually in High Point. And I, th- we ended up, I don't remember if it was because of weather maybe, mm-hmm. but we ended up just having to take the, the BMW 7 Series. Oh, that posh piddle. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real m- money. Right, right. Listen, that we've got we've got houses around these areas that are just, I mean, gosh, enormous, absolutely, and old, old. Like uh, I don't know, I probably mentioned this before, but there's one that a friend of mine used to live in. His dad, I, I thought, I remember growing up in high school, and we go over to that place, and it's a, it has a name, Millbrook. You right. know when you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, yeah, you drive up. It looks like a castle. I mean, literally, it looks like a castle. But we, we thought, you know, oh, my gosh, this guy, he's so rich and all that. Come to find out that his dad was actually kind of renting the place for not much okay. money because he was taking care of it for a guy named Billy Hagen. And Billy Hagen uh, owns, uh, uh, I don't know if he still does now, but he, he might be retired, but owned a company called Stratigraph. And it was a... Oil well digging, hmm. selling. He didn't dig oil wells, but it was some type of equipment or something for that. But he also uh, owned like one of the NASCAR racing teams, and or a couple right. of them or something. So he was, you know, really, really rich guy, you know. But uh, we've got and, a and this, name for he didn't our live house here, here though. Doug. What's that? We got a name for our house. Oh yeah, what is it? Needs paint. <laughs> Mine's my place. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this this dude he he didn't live here. This was just one of his homes. I don't even. I mean, why would anybody want to like come? Oh, we're going to our summer home in High Point now. Right. <laughs> you know, so, well, but, uh, I'm going to spend some time up in northern Michigan here soon, and and we go to an area north of Petoskey and and south of uh, of the bridge, and you know this is this is a place where you know there's a Johnson house, like as in Johnson and Johnson, and Ooh. you know the gambles of mm-hmm. you know. We're just going to hang out with friends that happen to live there, you know, and a, a retired school teacher and a, and a woman that runs a beautiful flower farm. And, you know, but the area is just unbelievable, the money that's up there. Oh, yeah. And these are just summer homes, homes that just blow your mind when you look at mm-hmm. them. It's really well, unbelievable. Have I ever told you, and we'll get on to guns after this. What? But This is a gun show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> have I ever this told old, you? This old house nation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. The lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> My brother, uh, I think I mentioned this before, but yeah, my brother's um, wife, her uncle is Andy Taylor. No, not from Mayberry, but <laughs> he, he's the um, uh, basically the started and is the owner of Enterprise Rent a Car. All right. Yeah. So he's he he lives in St. Louis, you know, where their headquarters is, but he's got like houses all over, like down in Orlando, and you know, I mean, and they're of course big ones. I mean, he's one of the top. I don't know, 100 most richest people in the world or something like wow. that. So, must be nice. <laughs> Living the dream. I don't know, man. Most of the really wealthy people I know aren't very happy. So That's because they don't buy guns. Oh, could be. You know, could did be. you like that segue? I liked it a lot. Hey, I got right to it, didn't I? <laughs> did you hear what happened today? No, what happened today? Well, Ruger came out with a couple of, well, I say that, but let's just say on Facebook. Yeah, some of the Some of the uh, usual you know, suspects of uh, touting Ruger have come out, and uh, they have got two new offerings, according to this. I have not seen it on their webpage yet. I'm looking at it right now, and I don't see it. Um, but they, there's uh, the the I guess the rumor is in pictures of uh, two a GP100, and this bad boy. If I can pull it back up here. At least I thought I could, but I guess not. Uh, but anyway, have you got it up? I do, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. I'll, I'll. You help me with the help me sure with the thing, length of barrels. GP one hundred chambered in the magnificent forty four special mm-hmm. with a three inch barrel, five shot, right. and uh, a rubber rubber grip. I'm guessing a Hogue. I don't know that for sure, but it looks like a Hogue. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like a nice revolver. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is uh, the um, uh, Red Hawk. Uh, but it's, what's the length of barrel on that one? That one, I don't see the length uh, of barrel listed about in the same any size, of this though. description yet. I, I think that might be a two-inch barrel. It might even be a one-and-a-half. It's, well, it it's looks hard small, to tell. Well, but keep in mind that, that Red Hawk, uh, because the frame, it's a big frame gun. Mm-hmm. Remember that, that Red Hawk, you may have a lot of barrel involved in there. Yeah. 
you know, like an inch or better, yeah, based on that. So it might look like a super snubby, but it, it'll have more barrel than you would think it would because the frame is so big. Yeah, the, to it. the picture I've got of it doesn't have any description of what it is mm-hmm. other than the fact that it's, you know, sitting next to a bunch of boxes of three fifty seven Magnum ammunition, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all I've got. And you had some, some specs on number of rounds. You say it was a seven-rounder? That was an eight-rounder. Eight-rounder, okay. Mm-hmm. Eight-round three fifty seven Magnum. Yep. And then, of course, like you said, the other, the forty four Special, uh, was a four, uh, five-shot. And mm-hmm. it's only, as you mentioned, on the GP100 frame. Um, and so I guess, you know, I, I have to say, I don't know if you've ever shot uh, the forty four Special in a dedicated forty four Special. Never, no. Nope. Um, firearm. But uh, it's, it's you know, it's got a whop to it. It's, you know, mm-hmm. almost equivalent, I guess, and pretty much to the, uh, for standard loads, to the forty five ACP. Uh, okay. In, in essence, about around that, but uh, you know, you can obviously load that up uh, if you've got a proper gun, and I would uh, imagine the GP100 will pretty much handle that. I would imagine the problem. There's a there's a ton of meat on that uh, that cylinder. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking should, up. Yeah, the, well, Rugers. I mean, you know, yeah, right. Like that. But uh, it's a good looking uh, you know revolver. I think it is. Both of them are the obviously the Red Hawk is meant. In essence, the you know the grip on it has got the uh, looks like rosewood grips, mm-hmm. um, and you know Ruger's uh, trigger reach is is really good for people with small hands. I mean, I enjoy that better uh, shooting those you know more. I guess as far as being in line, uh, trigger reach and all uh, versus some of the others, including Smith. But uh, the uh, the thing about it is it, it that looks like you know the back end of it. If you put your hand over the cylinder and the barrel on that picture and just leave the hammer and the rest, you think it's going to be like a small, <laughs> small right. gun. And then you look at it, it's like, Oh no, that's a biggie. But, um, yeah. So, you know, 44 special and, uh, the three fifty seven Magnum, of course, neither one of those are anything to sneeze at, but, uh, it brings up a good thing here. Let's, let's just go ahead and talk about this real quick. Go ahead. Well, I, I'm just looking at pressures, you know, I, I've not, I've paid attention to 44 Magnum before and knew mm-hmm. that that was around 35,000 PSI. And actually, the Sammy spec is 36. Right. And 44 Special is down at 15.5. Yeah, it's a drop big time. That is a super low uh, pressure cartridge. You know, I'm looking at, at other pressures and, and 38 Special is down at 14.5. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I got to say, in a big, good, heavy frame gun like the, uh, like the GP100, that's got to be fairly nice to shoot i mean the 45 acp we're talking twenty one thousand psi and probably a heavier bullet at you know 230 grains instead of 210 ish Mm -hmm. i mean that that's really kind of an attractive load yeah and that in that well it really is and in that um in that barrel length you know you're thinking somewhere if it's just standard pressures uh around 800 to 900 feet per second right right you know so great uh, backup gun for hog hunting mm -hmm. um you know, probably probably not quite there for bear. Maybe it is. I don't know. Nah. Um, well, I mean, if, I'd want if, a 44 if you've Mac. got it and you've got a bear on you, yes, at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's the great gun. I, I take a 380 at that point if yeah. I need it. But uh, yeah. yeah, and it'll it, of course you know uh, it'll shoot being a revolver pretty much anything uh, that sure. you can find as far that's as those be reliable. Go. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, the question you got to ask is capacity. Uh huh. That's what I wanted to ask actually. So How you got that? you got five shots there. You got a revolver that's a big frame. That's eight shots now, right? So, how you know as far as defensive goes? Okay, so you mentioned backup. Okay, yeah, makes yeah. good sense. But say let's use the forty four special. A lot of people, you know, uh, it's going to be kind of a niche gun, so to speak. I'd love to have one just because mm-hmm. it is a forty four special. Um, but a, a lot of is that as far as defensive goes? Is that is that enough? I mean, you know, you could obviously have like speed strips to load up or, sure. uh, you know, a yeah. speed reloader, reloader or uh, whatever. But what what do you think, man, as far as defensive goes? As far as defensive goes, I'd like more capacity than that. I know that, you know, we've got this idea that three yards, three rounds, three seconds, you know, tends to be the average. But, you know, nothing average ever happens to me. I've not had to use a gun to defend myself, but if I ever do... I'm guessing it's not going to be an average situation, and I don't want to. I don't want to bank on averages like that. Mm-hmm. You know, even even the standard nine millimeters. You go with a single stack nine millimeter. You know, you're going to have eight rounds of the gun, one in the tube and seven in the mag. You know, maybe one in the tube, six in the mag. 
mm-hmm. depending on which model you're going with. Man, having those extra couple of rounds makes it easier to deal with, you know, person number two that needs to be dealt with. Right. And that's what I worry about when we get down to five rounds. Now, don't get me wrong. I carry a, a five-shot revolver as my secondary gun every day. Mm-hmm. But again, that's my secondary gun. So if I'm out, if I'm out uh, you know, doing some hunting, let's say I'm going hunting for hogs, maybe this 44 Special, you know, carried as a sidearm, five extra rounds, mm-hmm. probably, probably adequate. But as a primary for defense, for home defense, I mean, this is a big gun, so it's not going to be a good concealed carry gun, right. in my opinion. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to opt for something else. If I was going to go with the GP100, you know, I'd want something that was going to be, was going to be higher capacity. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the 38 Special. I'd rather have the 357 Magnum right. rather than the larger bore cartridge. Right. Well, you know, the GP100, uh, you know, they do make that in a, uh, obviously right. a six shot, which I right. have a couple, but they also make it in a seven shot. And it's a, mm-hmm. yeah, cylinder's a little bit bigger, obviously, on that. But um, as far as that goes, you know, you, you've got what you're talking about there. So you've got a little bit more. GP100 is, is akin basically to like the uh, Smith & Wesson Model 686, which right. is that kind of medium large frame would that be like an l frame yeah uh yeah l frame exactly uh and then the end frame if you're looking at the red hawk it's that's going to be kind of closer to the end frame right okay the the bigger one like the model uh 29 629 whatever but uh i've not spent a ton of time with the ruger revolvers mm -hmm. and uh I'd, i'd like to it's just a matter of of setting priorities and and you know, a GP100, an SP101, you know, those would be, those would be great guns to have in the, in the stable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd love to have, you know, two of these, you know, GP100s and 44 Special dual-wield dual those bad boys. I mean, that'd be awesome. You'd be looking bad, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, man. A brace of those? Yeah, well, yeah. Yep. Mohawk, maybe. I hear you, man. I'm hearing that. But, yeah, it's, it's I don't know, it's it pretty good. So let's switch over to the, the bigger Red Hawk with the eight rounds of 357 mm. magnum so you know it meets your criteria a little right. bit better as far as the uh capacity goes but now you're got you know you're into a bigger gun at that point so right what do you think for home for home defense mm-hmm. i'm going to tell you what this 357 loaded with 38 special 38 special plus p mm-hmm. um now we're talking about something that's an outstanding home defense gun i'm Excellent. guessing it's going to have a ruger quality trigger oh yeah um, so it's going to be a, a decent trigger. It's going to be heavy. Don't get me wrong, but right. it's going to be it's going to be workable. Oh, listen, um, the, the heaviness of that with the thirty eight specials. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Very little yeah. in the way of re, recoil mm-hmm. and report. And this and the size isn't isn't really all that problematic for home defense. You don't mm-hmm. have to conceal it. You don't have to carry it around. Right. You know, this is a, a home defense gun. I, I think this is a really good option um, for home defense, right along with you know some of the Smith and Wesson eight frame excuse me, eight shot frame revolvers. Um, they've got some of the, and, and some of this defies logic, right? Some of the eight shot revolvers from Smith are, you know, the super Scandinavian frames or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like if you're going to make a gun that big, give it some mass so it doesn't recoil. Right. Um, and that's what I like about this. You know, this, this gun is going to be a, a smooth shooting gun, especially in 38 special. I just love the way revolvers look and, Mm-hmm. The way they feel, and of course, you know, you can just go immediately, and as long as the cylinder rotates, you know, the hammer comes, you know, the, to the point where it actually will reach the primer, you're good to go. I mean, it's, you know, with the semi-automatic, it's like you buy a new one, you need to go shoot it, right. you know, see what'll feed through it and all this. With a revolver, you know, the good thing is you just take it and shoot. Yeah. And I know people it- say, oh my gosh, you know. Don't give me that kind of stuff where the revolver is more reliable than the uh, semi-automatic. And, and and I have to admit, you know, semi-automatics have come a long way since oh, yeah. back, you know, around the 70s, 80s. But um, uh, the revolvers, uh, you know, the thing is, yeah, okay, people also say that, you know, revolver will lay down. And when it does, it locks up seriously. You know, when it's when it's down, it's down for the count. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, to a certain degree, a ca- catastrophic failure like that can happen in a semi-automatic as well, which are yeah. down for the count there too. So, yep. uh, and and typically you'll have other issues with um, uh, maybe cycling or just one little thing where you have to tap right bang or you know that kind of stuff where the you wouldn't have that as much with the revolver or potential with that with a revolver. You know, in essence, you pull the trigger, it didn't go bang. You just pull the trigger again. So right, uh, but I, but yeah, you know, I look at revolver reliability versus semi-auto reliability these days is simply a matter of 
what conditions are you going to carry this gun in? Mm-hmm. You know, if conditions are going to be relatively clean, you know, like like you and me in everyday life, cool. Choose what you want to choose. If you're going to be working in dirty conditions, if you if you saw concrete on the highway for a living and you're going to carry a gun for self-defense, you should be carrying a revolver because in dirty conditions, revolvers are more reliable. Mm. It's why I carry a revolver in my pocket as opposed to a semi-automatic. Not that somebody's sawing concrete in my pocket, but man, the amount of lint that's in there, it's unbelievable. You know, fabric rubbing against fabric. And you know about this, Doc. The interstices seem to all gather. <laughs> Anyways, you know, it's, it's, it's messy in there. I got to clean my revolver once a week, whereas yeah. I need to clean my semi, you know, once a month. Yeah, well, you know. Huge uh, difference. I've been carrying that uh, LC, uh, LCP in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And when I pulled it out the other day, I don't know if, you know, the specific series of pants that I wore this past week, but my gosh, you about couldn't see the hammer. Right. <laughs> you know, I was like, no, you've got to be kidding me. You know, I could what like did the internals knit a like? sweater. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. One of the, yeah. So I, that, that obviously now that it's cooler, you know, and we can wear coats and all that, I've, I've not put that aside completely, but I've, I've put it in the uh, queue to be uh, up close or at the, towards the front to be cleaned uh, before I carry it again, because yeah. Now it's pretty good, you know. I can easily uh, not worry about carrying even on a belt holster, you know. Now right. with the coats and all, so right, good stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was like, good gosh, you knit a sweater or a, you know, <laughs> with the amount of lint that's in that thing. Holy cow, man! I just but, hope nobody's smoking around me when I take it out of my pocket because it could <laughs> catch on fire, man. Yeah. If I have to shoot the thing, I'm going to burn myself. I swear. <laughs> so wow, yeah, I know it. It's crazy, but. Uh, yeah, but I like the looks of these. They're good, you know. And obviously, if they're Ruger and they they're built like normal, you know, they're going to be some uh, really hard Beefy chargers. Guns. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm looking forward to the next month with Ruger. You know, they've kind of got a different model than a lot of other companies, and I'm guessing we're going to see a lot of new releases from Ruger as like, we lead up to Shot Show. So. Yeah, like a couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. And you so. know, we we were we were commenting earlier um, before the show started that uh, they kind of just slip it out there, right? I mean, they right. don't. You know, it's almost like Donald Trump tweeting, you know, <laughs> it's like a cheap way. You give it to the right people and they get it out there and it's what marketing, right? I mean, it's, it's all done for social, uh, yeah, it's an interesting, and, interesting phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So we'll see it with interest, obviously, uh, you folks tell us what you think. Would you buy one and why? That's a good question. I think so. Anyway, um, so you brought up the fact that uh, Savage has got a new side charging AR. What's that yeah, this all about? Is, this is a little bit, a uh, little bit interesting, mm-hmm. and it looks like uh, there it is. The MSR they're calling it. Savage's new side charging AR, and you know the video that they put out. What is it? Sixteen seconds long or something yeah. like that. So it's short, and all it is 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 glamour shots of parts of the rifle. So this is just a tease. We don't really know a whole lot about it. I don't know if it's a you know non-reciprocating charging handle or if it reciprocates. It looks like it's a left side charging handle. Looks like it's got a you know typical right side ejection port for an AR-15. Looks like just about everything else is standard. But instead of having that uh, charging handle to the rear, we've got a side charger. And I'm kind of pleased to see this. Uh, if if for nothing else, Savage is coming into this market late but they're coming in different yeah i like that idea yeah yeah it's kind of a new twist to it Mm -hmm. yeah so they've been pretty good on prices for things too right i mean well when you look at you know the savage rifles compared to other rifles yeah they're keeping up performance wise now we're i'm talking bolt guns specifically so Mm -hmm. you know we'll see when it comes to a a semi-auto or repeater um but in general savage rifles are performing really well and they're in the price range you know with uh with their competition for sure if not better yeah interesting so, yeah maybe it'll be uh might be something new to have after the first of the year but you know obviously like you had mentioned a lot of these companies are doing this now because the shot show's coming up you got it and uh you going you going to shot show? i don't know the answer to that yet doc i don't have uh flights i don't have hotel yet right you know i've kind of my kids were asking me today you know they're six and eight you going to shot show this year dad <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yet and i don't know i've got to figure out if it's the right thing to do i've got a lot of stuff going on and Although SHOT Show has lots of opportunities tied into it, when I'm gone to SHOT Show for seven or ten days, it's other work that's not getting done. Right. And that's an issue. So, you know, it's podcasts that aren't coming out. It's writing that's not happening. It's other things that are already here 
I hate to I hate to leave those things for the chance of something else because I got things pretty good right now. Awesome. So, well, I, you know, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I just don't like going to them. I swear. I just, well, that's it's been that's years the other since thing. I've been one too. So that's the other thing, man. It's, I mean, it's a hard week. It's yeah. I, I know, and and you know, listeners, I get it. You know, if somebody wants to buy my credentials off me, you just let me know. Um, because I know I know it would be really cool to be there, but holy smokes, it's a drain drain yeah. on the bank account, and it's a drain on on uh, your stress level. I mean, it's it's a lot of work being a chacho. Yeah. So at any rate, um, let's see what else. Six hour got some silencers. Uh, silencers surface at silencer shop. Six hour <laughs> silencer. Onomatopoeia. That's do what? Isn't that isn't that an onomatopoeia when yeah, you have onomatopoeia. All the same letters? <laughs> I just pulled that out of nowhere. And it but, should be uh, Sig Sauer Suppressor Surface at Suppressor right? Shop. But, yeah, okay, we got it. Uh, Some it? Sig Sauer Suppressors and Silencers Surface at Silencer Shop. You did that. Yeah. How much have you had to drink? I had two ounces. I'm good. My man. gosh, man. I could drive you to the hospital. <laughs> I, I had to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I refuse. Well, anyway, so so tell us about these. What, what's the deal well, there? Sig Sig has been following the lead of, I guess, two companies in my mind, and there's probably more out there. But you know, Vista Group, which is Blackhawk and Savage and Federal and Spear, and you know, on and on and on and on, and Smith and Wesson, which is now officially changed to what is it, American Outdoor Group or something right. like that? Right. Yeah. So they, they actually shareholders voted and, and made that change. Um, your pistol is still going to say Smith & Wesson. Don't worry right. about that. But uh, SIG has been really broadening their horizons. Ammunition is now being released. Uh, electronic sites are out. You know, the Romeo 4 and the Romeo 6. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when the Juliet's coming out, but I'm sure it'll be a love <laughs> affair. Um, and now, you know, the silencers. Oh, toi. <laughs> They've got these suppressors coming out in in nine millimeter and forty five caliber, uh-huh. and uh, they're they've been really limited in release until now, and they've appeared in the silencer shop. So, if you head to the silencer shop on the interwebs, you can go ahead and uh, um, order up the Sig Sauer suppressors. And I think uh, what is it, the SRD nine and the SRD forty five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look identical, um, same in in uh, uh, just about length and just about weight but a little bit off there and ready to rock and roll yeah, it looks like, what, yeah. about 12 ounces uh, i don't see a chart that, oh yeah there it's we go 12. 12 ounces eight inches um you know looking pretty cool and they've got the six hour logo right on them yeah they do look pretty good there and i'm sure yeah. sig sig makes good stuff so they do you know i, I think i'm really i'm good. really interested in their optics I'm really interested. Um, I actually, you know, I, I just said I'm not sure if I'm going to, to SHOT Show or not, but today I did um, register for, you know, the the day at the range with SIG. I got an right. invitation, and, and I'd like to check out their optics. I'd like to spend some time with their suppressors. I think that they're doing some good things. I still want to get my hands in a P320, so um, there you go. Yeah. Well, it looks pretty good there. I like it. Well, that's that's excellent. Uh <clears throat> Let's see what else we have. Anything other gun related stuff? Oh, uh, we got the Savage. Uh, no, nothing else. Guns that I have up top. Okay, well, I thanks for joining some. us, everybody. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> we, okay, well, all that crap that we talked about at the beginning. <laughs> talking Real about Rolls Royces. <laughs> so anyway, okay, so let, let's um, let's switch gears a little bit since we're still talking about new article or items to purchase. Um, the Army's got new boots, right? I don't know. Or are they? I don't know that they have new boots yet, Doc. I think there's been some some pushing from Capitol Hill to force the military to purchase boots for the U.S. military that have been made in the U.S. Right. And American-made shoes, it's a great idea. I love it. I think it's an interesting concept. I think it points out some of the challenges that we've got right now when it comes to manufacturing in the U.S. And I'm sure that you're intimately aware with a lot of these issues. Oh, yeah, the Berry Amendment. Yeah, it's it's a a challenging situation these days when it comes to just plain and simple cost. Um, Yeah. That's a tricky thing, too, because when you you produce items that have to be, you know, sold, like, you know, when we do stuff for the military, uh, you know, how deep do you go 
that all the components are American made and, you know, which you try to do that, but it just right. makes it tough. I mean, really hard to, you know, uh, actually get it together and get it for the price that they want. So, yeah, uh, it's layers deep, so to speak. But uh, typically, you know, out of the, out of what you get there, uh, you know, you'll be able to whatever they come up with. Typically, you know, you're going to start seeing where you could purchase them yourself, too. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the normal Americans citizenry uh to be able to purchase too so i usually pick up uh boots like that as well because uh, especially <clears throat> when they've been out for a while because um uh, you can usually get them at a better price obviously but they're right. they're very good they're they're good to work in and they they last a long time so what i wouldn't want to see come out of this is our men and women in the u.s military having an inferior product mm-hmm to be able to meet the price requirement or budget restraints of the military so that it could be made in the U.S. And I don't want that. I, I hope that doesn't sound as an anti-U.S. sediment, you know, for manufacturing in the U.S., but plain and simple, when we're talking about, you know, things like boots, we're talking about some of the most important gear that the U.S. military has. I know that rifles are cool to talk about and handguns are tool, cool to talk about. And um, But, man, when you need to move from point A to point B on your feet, and that happens to be miles away. Um, you need good, solid boots, yeah, and well, especially carrying all that heavy stuff. I mean, yeah. And so I hate to see contracts go to the lowest bidder and and be forced into that being a U.S. bidder yeah. by law when there's a better option that's available for our men and women. So that's mm-hmm. my only thought on it. And I'd love for that to be a U.S. option. I would love for it to be, but yeah, I hear you. I don't want our folks to be shortchanged. Speaking of uh, still with the military, have you heard anything else on the um, uh, the modular pistol system that they're looking at? I haven't seen anything. So, you know, the election has really been dominating uh, what it is that people have been talking about. Yeah, and I haven't seen anything on the the modular modular pistol uh, program. Um, I'm trying to to think through, and I, nah, nothing. You yeah, know, the, the whole Glock recall on the uh, the new Glock model. I can't even. What is it? The the Glock M or yeah, whatever it was. 19M or... 19M, whatever, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of curious about that, and I'm hoping that Shot Joe is going to bring out some information about that model, mm-hmm. what's been done to make sure that it's ready for the field, and, and was it Indianapolis PD, maybe? Yeah. Um, you know, have they gotten their guns back? Are they up and running? What was the fix? Where's that headed? Because I think that's a... You know, we, we saw recently, who was it that made a, a change back to the 19? Was the Marine Corps ditched yeah, the 45? Yeah. You know, so, so we've got we've got this love affair with the 19 for good reason. Mm-hmm. You know, this gun is time-tested. It's proven. I don't know that, in general, anybody's come out with anything better. Mm-hmm. I understand there are newer guns. I understand there's newer technology. I don't think there's anything that's specifically better overall than the Glock 19 right now. You know, it, yeah, it's, and it's—I mean—it's in that sweet spot too, as far as size yeah, goes. Yeah. You know, so. Yep. Uh, and that's why the twelve. What does that hold? Twelve with the standard. It's gonna be fifteen. Fifteen plus one. Oh, with the standard mags. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Standard mags are fifteen rounds. Mm-hmm. So I actually need to do a podcast on that for for the SSA podcast. I had a question, actually, come from someone that's in uh, in a city in Georgia where they manufacture handguns. I said, "Hey, I work for this company, and you mentioned you carry a Glock 18, and I'm really intrigued. Can you tell me about that?" So I need to, to clear up some uh, <laughs> some misunderstanding, which is, of course, why I call my gun the Glock 18. But, right. Exactly. You know. Exactly. But, well, you know, you're right, though. It does make sense. It's, uh, they're, they're very proven. Um, the right dimensions. Right. Good, good amount of, you know, cartridges you can cram in there. So uh, without being as big as a 17, uh, you know, which is huge compared to the. 19 i think yeah. anyway yeah and it's not that little chunky brick 26 you know so it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a good, it's a good one, size right gun there, man. it's yeah. a good size gun it'll be yeah. interesting to see how that pans out i would be too but like you said i hadn't heard anything either that's why i asked but uh interesting interesting okay so <clears throat> new mystery ranch and we won't uh we won't talk about what we mentioned <laughs> earlier <laughs> so anyway new mystery oh, ranch facts what's yeah what's, Mystery, Mystery Ranch. Um, way back when I was actually 16 years old, I drove across country with my mom and my brother, Toda Trailers. Actually, when I learned how to drive, it was crazy. Drove from Michigan to California. And on the way, I stopped through Bozeman, Montana, 
specifically to visit a guy named Dana Gleason, who was a manufacturer of backpacks, Dana backpacks. Now, I didn't know what happened to Dana backpacks. They were purchased, I think, originally by K2, the ski manufacturer, and then by North Face. And then they kind of just disappeared. Well, of course, when Dana sold the company, he had to sign a uh, uh, non-compete. And he reappeared as Mystery Ranch. And I bumped into Dana at SHOT Show probably 2013, 2014. And he was building Mystery Ranch packs. And this backpack, I still have the backpack that I got when I was 16. And if I were going backpacking next week, that's the backpack I would take without any worries or questions about it. It spent months on my back in Alaska, up and down big mountains. And I mean, this is an awesome piece of kit that was made in the 80s. And now Dana has been making backpacks for the special forces Whoa. ever since. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is serious stuff. If you're, if you're really into, um, into being in the outdoors with gear on your back and you have the budget, Mystery Ranch is the way to go. And so they've got this new backpack, the Scapegoat. It's a 25-liter backpack. The thing is is sleek. I love the pockets that are on the outside that are going to lend themselves really well to, you know, stuffing in the, the carbine, the rifle, um, being able to carry heavy gear. This is some slick stuff. They are in muted colors. And really, the, the funny thing when I talked to Dana about his move into the Special Forces, he was continuing to do backpack repair. And somebody sent back a pack to be repaired, and the thing was spray-painted gray. And he, was, he told me he was pretty hacked off. <laughs> who, who took my beautiful backpack and spray-painted this thing gray? And he started to you know, poke around. He got more of these packs that needed to be repaired. And what do you know? These guys from the Navy were using these backpacks and were sending them <laughs> back to be repaired, right? <laughs> guys in the teams, they, these, these Dana Designs backpacks, that's what they were using. But you know, they didn't come in the muted colors they needed to come into. They needed to be spray-painted. Well, now... Of course, Mystery Ranch packs are coming in in all the good colors. And whether it's camo or uh, whether it's, you know, the muted greens and grays, you yeah. can get Mystery Ranch to do whatever you want. If you're looking for a medical pack, a hunting pack, uh, a tactical pack, Mystery Ranch is a great place to go. And the Scapegoat 25 just looks like a sleek pack for being able to move through the woods and, and do what you need to do. So a huge fan. Check them out. Richard over at the Firearms blog was writing about this. And uh, um, check it out. Sweet. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah, I was looking at these pictures. They're nice. They are amazingly well built. Man, I'll say you could probably yeah go through nuclear holocaust with that. Yeah, Come it's um, that. you know, I, I climbed. Uh, well, the the last no, nah, I shouldn't say the last. The the toughest trip these things have been on is I did a thirty day, um, you know, climbing expedition in Alaska, and the pack is is the same pack I used for that. It doesn't need to be repaired. I mean, it was, I carried 110 pounds in that thing on the way out. I had two pairs of skis and 24, you know, five-gallon buckets stacked right, up on the thing. Right. And your name is Chuck Norris. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. unbelievable. Really a solid pack, but it's bright red. So in the Holocaust, I'd be You should spray it. Streets. You should I spray should. it. I should. I mean, it works. It's, it's a great pack. Love it. <laughs> so one of the things that uh, – we all knew was coming uh, was the UR, UN Arms Trade Treaty, right? And uh, obviously John Kerry and, and Obama, they're wanting to, I don't know. I think they're just being their typical foolish selves. But, uh, you know, Obama did uh, sign the UN Arms Trade Treaty, at least from the uh, the things I've seen here recently, uh, sources, and uh, sent it to the Senate for approval, which... <laughs> it'll be shot down of course sure but, uh, thanks doa man <clears throat> yeah but i mean wh- <laughs> how you know going out the door right i mean does he think this is gonna boost his i i, I mean i can't what's the point i mean other than just to make i guess the uh senate shoot it down right so i i, I is he is he running away from his legacy and the fact that he wanted to turn the whole nation into the city of Chicago. Yeah. You know, with crime uh, overrunning the nation. I, give me a break. I don't even understand how it is that he thinks this makes any sense other than just grasping at straws. I don't know. Well, I, you know, he's got to know. And, and obviously everybody has said, well, we're going to shoot it down. I mean, in the right. Senate. Yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. As soon as it hits the door, it's going to die. And uh, I... I only thing I think is maybe he's trying to uh, divert 
from something else because you know he's pretty much mm-hmm. a master of that mm-hmm. and uh or maybe just uh do it so that uh you know eventually somebody can say well you know we put it forward but you guys shot it down i mean you know i guess there's some type of marketing in that as well but uh you know uh it, it, it like you said it's doa big time um uh, there were like I don't know fifty or better senators out there mm-hmm. that were completely opposed and very vocal of it. Thank the Lord, um, you know, based on the fact that we are sovereign and we're the U.S. We're America, and uh, you know, no, we're <laughs> you know, UN's not going to tell us what to do as far as any of this. Well, they don't need to be telling us what to do. Period. They need to get the hell out of New York. You know, yeah. go away. Um, but um, I don't know. I just. The mere fact that this is even something in the news is amazing to me that it's it's even has ever, ever been. I never in my wildest dreams would have figured that a president of the United States would uh, would be doing such a thing, which I mean, you know, but that just goes along with his, uh, you know, his way he's been the whole time, his full agenda and everything else. So. It, it could be, Doc, that he didn't actually sign the treaty. But yeah. Russia was able to get a PDF of the treaty <laughs> and impose his signature upon it just to try and make him look bad. I don't know. It's possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, oh, who, man. who thinks that, I mean, another law is going to make it better? And, and I know that treaties aren't laws, but they're, they're kind of the version of international law. Hey, let's make a rule that makes it illegal for ISIS to be able to get guns. Yeah, that'll give me a break. <laughs> well, you know, he'll he'll be out soon enough. Then we've got hopefully the the new boss is not the same as the old boss. But you know, I've seen some things that are great, and I've seen yeah. some things that I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. But we'll see. Time will tell. And time uh, will tell. Time will tell. I was looking at some essays from C.S. Lewis on democracy and what democracy is all about, and and I think that they would have been. Um, really comforting to me had some someone else won the White House. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, they, they make me feel good about what's happening now. And, and the idea that, you know, democracy isn't the way that it is so that we can keep bad people out of leadership. Democracy is set up the way that it is so that when bad people get into leadership, the worst things can't happen. And this is exactly the perfect example with Obama right now you know, signing this legislation, democracy is going to keep it from becoming a reality. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need and that's what we want. Yeah. And so, you know, the next eight years, um, no matter who's in office, and I don't mean to say that someone's going to be there for eight years in a row, you know, the next 16 years, the next 20 years, democracy will win out and we need to keep the faith in it and do our part and it'll be good. Right. And then, of course, keep the Russians involved. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, Putin's great guy. Great guy. <laughs> Thanks, Vladdy. Yeah. <laughs> Vladster. Vladder ding dong. The Vladarama. <laughs> Making copies. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, it's coming up. It's coming up. Coming up. Yeah. And and for people, I, I see all these posts on Facebook. Everybody's talking about, well, you know, they're getting a toehold. They're getting a foothold now where you. You know, the, the the Electoral College, we've got people that are looking at bowing out and saying, no way we're voting for him and all that. Look, it's not going to make any difference in the long run because if it came down to it, you know, which it won't, but if it came down to it uh, to where there was a dispute over that, then it falls to the House and the House makes the decision on that, which obviously would be uh, the Republican side. So Wait, 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 wait. Are you speaking reason right now, Doc? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are, I, are you speaking? You I have the up? chance for clickbait, man. <laughs> oh, dang, I, mean, I knew it. Should this is how something. Trump can lose the presidency. <laughs> Next on the Gun Nation. Yeah. This is Doc Wesson, and in this episode of the Gun Nation, <laughs> Trump can lose the presidency. Oh, well, sorry. Anyway. But, you know, hopefully he's going to move forward. We've talked about it before and, and institute some, uh, you know, there's, I, I keep seeing a lot of this push, too, about the fact that, uh, you know, oh, he's going to really push for national reciprocity, you know, and, and that. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see about it because, you know, the dude had gore come into his house, you know right, what I mean? Right. So, I don't know. I, we'll, think, we'll I think we really got to keep the pressure on. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the that's tendency- the key. The tendency right now is for people to take a deep breath and say, 
ah, we made it. We avoided the abyss. You know, we avoided the worst thing that could ever happen. Hillary Clinton is president. And, right. and don't ever forget that there are still people out there that are going to use that to energize themselves to try and, and continue to infringe upon your Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Don't stop fighting now. You know, the, the government is made to work slowly and deliberately and, and take time and effort to make things happen. If you want to buy those SIG suppressors, like walk into the store, buy a suppressor, take it home with you today, then you've got to get out there and do something about it. Don't wait for Trump to do it. You need to make it happen. You need to put pressure on the system. And if you want that national reciprocity, then you need to put pressure on the system to make that happen. Or it's not going to happen. It's going to take a ton of time and a ton of effort. And if we quit now... We're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, you know, just because uh, you would say, okay, the Republican won, uh, that's great and all, but, you know, I don't care who the president is. Uh, you got to keep them going the right direction. Yep. And I think, yep. like you're saying, the best way to do it is to, to let your voice be heard, you yep. know. And uh, a lot of times, you know, it, before the election when the primary was going on and obviously you know i was looking for ted cruz and of course people were slamming me for that and then some were praising what i was saying it didn't matter whether you loved it or hated it or like me or don't like me or whatever i was just stating what i felt you know and um because i like conservatism period and uh that's just you know i felt like we had the best chance of that and then uh, of course, the whole thing about, well, you know, he's uh, he, he can't win. Trump's the only one that can win. Well, at the time, I didn't think Trump could win. I thought that Ted Cruz only one could. So Trump did win. And, uh, you know, uh, that's fine. That's what we've got. And a lot of us voted for him, uh, even though we'd preferred to have somebody else in there, uh, based on the fact that you wanted to keep Hillary away. And then, of course, right. there's people, when you say that, they get offended. Well, we, I like Trump, period. Well, that's good. We're glad. I mean, it just I, all I know is everybody's not the same. And, uh, you know, when it comes to being conservative, uh, period, we've got to stay up on that, stay on the pressure with it, you know. and Because uh, uh, when you see things happen where, you know, people are backing off of what they're saying, uh, you know, I think recently, and I can't quote this and I won't say it's, been exact don't so don't email me and tell me i'm just flat wrong because i'm not saying i'm right but i thought uh you know i'd been reading in certain sources that were fairly stable sources that uh, you know he's kind of backpedaling of course and some of the things i've heard him say uh, to where they're backpedaling a little bit on the um uh immigration kind of stuff now you mm-hmm. know with the dreamers and all that but what? um no wall yeah you know i'm not hearing much about the wall now either so hmm. But but you know that's just me not hearing it. Maybe he is talking about it. But <laughs> but uh, the thing about it is is that uh, you know that that if if he does that, what? How do you know it's not going to happen with like the Second Amendment things that we want? I'm not going to say it is. I'm not saying it is. He still, as far as I can tell, has been very strong on that. But I'm just saying if you look at the um, you know w- where things are headed or the motivation one way or the other i think what's the guy's name that was his uh campaign manager at the beginning lewandowski or whatever his name was something like that yeah, yeah he came out and said well you don't you know you you can expect maybe half of the stuff that uh people that are campaigning to say to be true for them that's what he said mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. recently so i don't know um I, again i'm fa- just what you're really saying, Doc, if, if if I could paraphrase and you tell me if I'm wrong, is keep the pressure on. Yeah. Don't let up. And yeah. that's that's the key. You know, renew your membership to the NRA. If you're if you're a uh, a member of the NRA and you've got a three year membership, man, switch over to the quarterly pay life membership. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're on the quarterly pay, upgrade to the life membership. Hey, you know, vote vote for your your NRA board for the coming year. Um you know, do the things that you need to do. Join your state advocacy groups mm-hmm. so that we can keep the pressure on. And that's yeah. that's really what we need to do. Yep, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's just I'm not trying to put him down or build him up. I'm just trying to say, you know, stay with it yourself. Yep. That's what makes yep. the difference uh, down at the grassroots level. And uh, just keep the pressure on, uh, you know, that way we can make our voice be heard. And, you know, obviously it's it's hard for one or two people, but when you – Join your voice with other voices, mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially because we're the ones that – we're the bosses when you when you put us in masses. So. Yep. Yeah. I saw a great uh, article recently about and – and this was from a congressional staffer. 
right, mm. that wrote this. And their, their opinion was that the best way to influence your legislators was to call their local offices. Don't call them in D.C. Don't write them in D.C. Call and write to the local office mm. because that's where the staffers are paying the most attention. That's where the staffers are located. That's where the information is going to get compiled into data that's going to be able to influence the folks that are in the Senate and the House to make the right decisions. Yeah, good So point. make those local phone calls, make those local appointments and visit when they're in town. And that's where we need to focus our efforts. Agreed. It's a three-ring circus, man. If Trump makes the right appointments to the Supreme Court. Oh, he listen. Does the, and I'm he does counting the right on it. Thing. Yeah, right. He's he does staying. the right things as the yeah. executive. Man, that, we stay on that the right there. Um, it makes me very happy with him. Uh, right. As far as he's still staying on his stance to uh, replace somebody that's uh, very much like in the way of uh, Scalia was. So. Well, did you see who he met with this? Uh, it was this week, I think. Napolitano. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Gonna get some good advice there. How about them apples? Too conservative for Fox News, if I remember correctly. Yes, right? yes, that's the kind of thing okay. I like to hear right there. Yeah, I mean, he's made some good appointments, you know, with um, uh, obviously Mad Dog, I think would be excellent. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about there's a meme that was running around Facebook that was talking, you know, it shows the ministers of defense of varying, you know, European and Scandinavian right. countries, and they're all women, which don't get me wrong. You know, I'm sure they're fine. And then they showed it next to him. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a stark <laughs> you know, contrast between the two. I'll tell you what, man, that's – and if you've not – you know, those things are going around, you know, on social media, some of the things he has said. But uh, pay attention to him. I mean, this guy, I think he's he's actually read like a, a thousand books they say he has in his library yeah. at home. So yeah, uh, very very intelligent guy. And I think uh, I think appointments like that are, are, are good, you know. I think we're heading the right – I don't – some of them I kind of like Nikki Haley, which I like her, but don't, don't get me wrong. But uh, – you know, of course, she's governor, and so I don't understand what they're thinking there with her being the, the I guess, ambassador to the U.N. Right. You know, no real, you know, I guess, experience in that whatsoever. But uh, And then, well, of course, the new Exxon Maybe he's going to kick guy. the U.N. out of New York, and it won't matter. Maybe that's the hope. I, I don't know. You know, so we'll see. We'll see about what's going on. I know that people are going to be upset. And, again, I— it, it's fine, you know. I'm I definitely am happy that uh, Hillary is not in, mm -hmm. and thank God that we could have somebody that would be able to beat her. Um, yep. Uh, but I just, you know, doesn't mean. Look, if Ted Cruz got in, uh, who was one of my favorites, you know, uh, Rand Paul, another. Um, if if either one of those guys had gotten in, I, you know, and they pulled a, a fast one, I would be upset with them just like I would be with anybody. Um, so, got to keep them going in the right direction. I'm not going to say any more about that, but, uh, you know, just tell We could go on forever, couldn't we? Yeah, and it's, you know, we, we don't need to be doing the political stuff so much. <laughs> just thought I got needed, you know, it was good to discuss it, because I saw, I saw what he'd done with the UN, and I thought, what a maroon, what a mirage, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, at any rate, but what... Um, you know, what you got coming up? Uh, let's see, you're freezing up there now. I think you said the high was like in the teens today, right? Yeah, something like that. But, you know, we've got some good snow. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we've got some steps that come off our deck, and then there's a hill that follows that. So I build the kids a, a – we call it the penguin slide every year. And usually it takes us three or four good snowstorms to get built up. But, man, <laughs> we got that thing rocking and rolling the first you, time this year. So well, we're good. happy about that. We've got the Christmas holiday coming up to spend some time with family and have some fun. And – Throughout all that, I'm going to be keeping on writing and uh, making some serious progress with the the Plan B project for the Smith and Wesson M&P Shield. Mm -hmm. um, how's the, how's the polymer uh, coming along with it? The only thing that stands between me and polymer right now is money. Uh, I've gotten some quotes from some engineering firms to do the work to to carry it over to injection molding, and I've gotten um, some companies that are seriously interested in doing that injection molding work and getting the molds built. So now it's just a matter of, you know, the, the thousands of dollars it takes to raise to, yeah. to make that happen and how I'm going to do that. So it takes it's money really, to make money. Yeah. It's really ex an exciting time. And, and that's, you know, when we talked about shot show earlier, that's really the big question mark on shot show is, you know, man, I'm, I'm having a hard time spending a couple of grand to head to shot show when, you know, that might be 10% of what I need to be able to make yeah, this project happen. Yeah. And so, you know, 
getting this project launched is is really what I'm after. We've got all those uh, the last orders out there, so we've got you know almost 300 of those out there right now, and we've had you know one customer service issue where one didn't fit on a magazine, mm-hmm. and I just got that magazine back in the mail the other day. It's like gigantically oversized. It's the biggest Smith and Wesson M&P Shield mag I've ever seen in my really? life. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the tolerances are crazy. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody was, uh, yeah, yeah, not paying attention to their uh, mold wear. I, I don't know, you know. Wow. Their their tool was was out of spec, and they kept on making mags. Nonetheless, you know, again, out of three hundred, to have you know one concern, one not fit, we're thrilled with what's going on. So Very good. Just a matter of uh, of keeping on rocking and rolling. Thinking about a name change, mm-hmm. and uh, you're gonna some call it Doc uh, yes, we actually there were three or four names that were out there as a possibility, and Doc Wesson came as the top, so we are now going to call it the Doc Wesson. Now that's what I'm talking about, the and Doc Wesson. What we've done is we've <laughs> petitioned uh, Smith and Wesson to change the MNP Shield to be a lever action pistol. Now we're talking, and uh, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a win for sure. You know, I had to fight off uh, Wiley Clap. Nice. Uh, keep his name off there. Yeah, well, I'm sure he, he won't want it on there. He, he <laughs> didn't fight that hard. Pistol with the he needed some insurer, so it was fine. It. <laughs> no, so you're gonna you're gonna change the name? I mean, what's what's up with that? I like Plan you know, B. I like it too. I like what it stands for, but I do get some flack from time to time about um, other Plan B products that are out there yes, and the association yes. that people make with them. And part of me, you know. Being the conservative kind of guy that I am, wanted to take a stand and say, like, who are they to co-opt that name and, and right. you know, the meaning of plan B? Like, if I'm using my defensive gun, this is plan B because plan A was to not have to shoot anybody today, right? Right. right. Um, but, hey, you know, um, I'm, I'm a smart guy and, you know, cut my losses when I need to cut my losses. And and depending on how it is that we move forward, yeah, a, na- a name change might be in, in – uh, in the uh, the possibilities, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, you could name it Chinese food. Oh man, General So's chicken, <laughs> human chicken, <laughs> human chicken. We're, 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 uh, I bring that up because um, I think uh, your favorite Chinese food is cream of some young guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you like to eat cream of some young guy? Do you not like it? <laughs> Something. Oh, you're being racist. <laughs> anyway, we, I like we, races, man. Uh, you know, not so much NASCAR, but <laughs> we F one. Well, cool. you guys had that on. Uh, you got on Facebook. I couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't. Uh, couldn't My wife it. sent me a. T- I, I, you know, I'm supposed to pick up Chinese on the way home. Hey, sweetheart, what do you want from Chinese? Human chicken. <laughs> what? I get in to pick it up. They're like, uh, "Sir, are you with the Donner Party? <laughs> Donner Party of 45. We can teach you now." <laughs> what? No, thank you. Oh, yes. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, Get on funny. the Facebooks, people. Get yeah. on the Facebooks. It was funny. But anyway, so so do you, I mean, are you t- are you doing any, any instruction right now with it so cold and the snow? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't run any critical defensive handgun courses mm-hmm. in December, January, February, or March, sometimes March. But I do do concealed carry each month. Um, just wrapped up a concealed carry class in what was it december 11th or something like that um got another one in january had some folks sign up for a february class today you know so people are still interested in the concealed carry they're still interested in getting training and we're still doing it outside yeah we're still slogging outside in the snow this year's going to be a piece of cake compared to last year's i mean the the worst time i had last year was minus 23 with 18 inches of snow Mm. you know so now that's concealed oh man (laughs) Was something doc like we five, actually we strapped everything we strapped everything on on the outside of what we were wearing I mean, we got out you know 52 inch belts and strapped them on because it was it was nuts but oh, crazy people want to get it done and and uh i'll help them the best i can well you're the man to do it that's for sure something all right buddy well uh i guess we'll call it a night uh you know um i don't know maybe we'll get one in next week i we'll just have to see I, it being the uh, week before Christmas and all, it's going to make it tight because, you know, I still got a little shopping to do. And Why don't we do Sunday the 25th, like 8.30 a.m.? Would that work for you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm Maybe sure that'll... 
Listen, my son will be up <laughs> four o'clock. Mine too. Oh my gosh, that's afternoon, eight thirty in the afternoon yeah. for me, man. Yeah. I remember we used to do that to my parents too. It'd be like, oh my gosh, we couldn't wait, couldn't wait. But anyway. All right, man. Well, hopefully we'll get one in next week. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can't get one together. I, I imagine uh, our Joe will be still slaving away in the gun shop. Uh, so. Poor fella. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it, though. Yep. yep. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. All right, partner. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you, I guess, next week. Sounds good, Doc. Good talk with you. You too, bud. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the Gun Nation. Appreciate you listening to the program. Go to gunnation.us for all the things we talk about in the show. And don't forget, for all your firearms and firearms needs, go to Osceola Arms at osceolaarms.com. It's O-S-C-E-L-A-R-M-S.com. Manny will set you right up. Great prices, great service, osceolaarms.com. Give them a try. All right, till the next episode. Get all your shopping done. It's winding down. We'll catch you next week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.